Yes, and a very good evening to you from me, Father Emil, and a very warm welcome to you at the end of the day as we celebrate the evening prayer of the church. Nice to be with you, and I hope you've had a good day. Bit of a cool day today, not as hot as it's been on other days, but it's always lovely being with you, and thank you for joining me, Father Emil, to pray the evening prayer of the church. Let's place ourselves in the presence of the Lord and ask the Lord to be with us. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. And today, on this beautiful Wednesday, we start with this lovely song, which I know some of you are going to really enjoy. Jesus, I trust in you. 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 How come the world is not falling in love with you, O Lord? Why are your people so blind they just can't see? And the truth of love we're searching for can only be found in you. Oh, how I wish the whole world could fall in love with you. With total trust we should come to your divine mercy. There is nothing bad we have done greater than your love. Died on the cross to bring us back to you. Oh, how I wish the whole world would fall in love with you. Oceans of your Jesus, I trust in you. 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 From the cross I hear your voice reveal a love that is true. When you asked, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Oh, love that is most holy, oh, love divine, I am so thrilled to know love can really be mine. Oh, Jesus, I trust in you, Jesus, I trust in you. 
Yes, it pleases you, my Lord, with the accomplishment of your will, is my consolation. Oceans of your Wonderful is this knowledge of yours that you have shown me, Lord. Psalm 138, beautiful psalm about the Lord seeing all things. O Lord, you search me and you know me. You know my resting and my rising. You discern my purpose from afar. You mark when I walk or lie down, and all my ways lie open to you. Before ever a word is on my tongue, you know it, O Lord, through and through. Behind and before you besiege me, your hand ever laid upon me. Too wonderful for me this knowledge, too high beyond my reach. Oh, where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your face? If I climb the mound, the heavens, you are there. And if I lie in the grave, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, and dwell at the sea's furthest end. Even there your hand would lead me, your right hand would hold me fast. And if I say, let the darkness hide me, and the, the light around me be night, even darkness is not dark for you, and the night is as clear as the day. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. 
Amen. How wonderful is this knowledge of yours that you have shown me, Lord. I am the Lord who tests the mind and heart, and I give each man what his conduct deserves. For it was you who created my being, knit me together in my mother's womb. I thank you for the wonder of my being, for the wonders of all your creation. Already you knew my soul. My body held no secret from you. And when I was being fashioned in secret and molded in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw all my actions. They were all of them written in your book. Every one of my days was decreed before one of them came into being. To me, how mysterious your thoughts. The sum of them not to be numbered. If I count them, they are more than the sand. And to finish, I must be eternal like you. Oh, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See that I follow not the wrong path and lead me in the path of life eternal. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I am the Lord who tests the mind and heart, and I give each man what his conduct deserves. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being. Now let us give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church, he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being.
our Gospel reading this evening, taken from the Gospel according to Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 6. Jesus went to his hometown, and his disciples accompanied him. And with the coming of the Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and most of them were astonished when they heard him. They said, Where did the man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been granted him? And these miracles that are worked through him? This is the carpenter, surely, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Jude and Simon. His sisters, too, are they not here with us? And they would not accept him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is only despised in his own country, among his own relations, and in his own house. And he could work no miracle there, though he cured a few sick people by laying his hands on them. But he was amazed at their lack of faith. Well, the Gospel today is one that takes us to Jesus in his hometown. And he gets there with his disciples. It's on the Sabbath. He goes into the synagogue. And uh, he sits down and he, he teaches. And everybody, of course, is always um, enthusiastic and very impressed at the gracious words that flow from him. So they were amazed. Where did the man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been granted him? And these miracles that are worked through him. We know this guy, they say. He's the carpenter, isn't he? From Nazareth. His father is Joseph and his mother is Mary. And of course, they begin to say, let's look at his family. Of course, here is a bit of a difference between ourselves and our Protestant brothers and sisters. And uh, we know that Jesus was the only son of Mary. Whereas some people say, oh, no, no, he had brothers and sisters. It says so in Scripture. His brother James and Joseph and Jude and Simon. So he had a few other brothers and sisters and so on. So we, we don't believe that. That's not our tradition in the Catholic Church. We believe that what is referred to here was what we know in our African tradition as the wider family, the extended family. And we call these brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers in the extended family. And so we believe that Jesus was the only son of Mary and the only son of God. So we believe, therefore, that the reference here is to the wider family. So we know this wider family that people are saying. We know where he comes from. But where does he get this wisdom? There's something special about this man. But they would not accept him. You see, they wouldn't accept him because all the wonderful things he was doing, the miracles he was working, the wonderful things he was saying, his beautiful teachings in the synagogue and so on, they knew where he came from. And so they, they had their doubts about this. And so they would not accept him. And then Jesus says, a prophet is only despised in his own country. Isn't it true that you get to know your parish priest very well, but you get somebody coming in from the outside and you, you listen more attentively 
um, because he's different and he's got a new message, maybe a bit of, a message that is a little bit uh, more crisp and uh, more relevant and so on. Or if, uh, if, for example, you have somebody who comes from your parish and is one of your homeboys and he becomes a priest and he comes to the parish, you say, well, I know him, I know where he comes from, I know his family, his mother and his father and so on. So we tend to judge people on the cover. We tend to know where they come from and so we say we know who he is. We know where he comes from. And Jesus says, a prophet is only despised in his own country. It's when you go to a foreign country that you are accepted as somebody maybe very special. He's not accepted in his own country, among his own relations and his own house. So Jesus could work no miracle there, though he did cure some people by laying his hands on them. But notice what Jesus says. He was amazed at their lack of faith. So what we're called upon to do today is to look at the gospel and to say to ourselves, you know, we're all brothers and sisters, and Jesus is our Lord and our Savior, and he's the one that brings us the good news. And what we need to remember is that what he asks of us is that we place our faith and our trust in him. Whatever our doubts might be, we need to place our faith and our trust in him that he will lay his hands upon us, that he, you know, the beautiful Psalm 138 that we have prayed a little bit earlier on now, where the Lord knows us through and through. He saw us being formed in our mother's wombs and so on. That's the kind of faith we must have, is that, that God knows us. We must never doubt that God knows us through and through. And so we must never doubt the presence of Jesus and that he is with us now and always, that Jesus might never say of us, Oh, I'm amazed at your lack of faith. I pray that you and I will be people who look at Jesus, listen to his words, and see the, 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 the miracles that he works amongst us, and, and to move forward from there, not to doubt for a minute the presence of Jesus in our lives, the closeness of Jesus in our lives, that we might not be accused of a lack of faith. You see, because sometimes... We are inclined to have a bit of a lack of faith. We wonder, why doesn't the Lord work in my life? I say to myself sometimes, I've got this physical condition that is uh, the chronic condition. Lord, won't you please cure me? <laughs> but the Lord doesn't cure me. He says, I want you to continue with, with that particular physical handicap. And just know that I'm with you. That's what I want of you right now. So I, the Lord is calling me all the time just to be more conscious of his presence and not to, not to say, well, Lord, I, I want you to, to jump to my command. No, let's, let's, let's have a deep faith and a deep trust in the Lord and to know that the Lord is with us now and always, that he might not be amazed at our lack of faith. So if our faith is weak and dim, let's ask the Lord to strengthen that faith that we might be truly his disciples. And when we look around and see the people who um, that pray with us and pray for us, that lay their hands on us and so on, let's remember that the Lord works in so many different ways, through the prayers of people, through the laying on of hands of people, through people touching our lives in some way. And let's not dictate to the Lord how he should touch our lives. But let's allow the Lord to touch our lives through his word, 
through his through his spirit but also through the people around us and let's be open to the lord as he speaks to us in and through the scriptures let's be amazed at all the wonderful things that jesus says to us in the scriptures and let's remember he comes from a humble background he is yes the carpenter's son but it is through the simplicity of this carpenter that the lord speaks to us and touches our lives i pray also that the lord may touch your life and mine through the simple people that the lord brings into our lives sometimes the very insignificant people the people on the margins of society the very simple people who have no theology no degrees but simple ordinary people people with a deep faith may their words and their example touch our lives as jesus touched the lives in his hometown Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Hide us in the shadow of your wings. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Show the power of your arm, Lord. Put down the proud, and exalt the lowly. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my savior for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant and from this day all generations will call me blessed the almighty has done great things for me holy is his name he has mercy on those who fear him in every generation he has shown the strength of his arm he has scattered the proud in their conceit he has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Show the power of your armed Lord. Put down the proud and exalt the lowly. Now let us ask the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name to send the Spirit of his Son into our hearts as we pray. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, the Creator and Redeemer of all humankind, we humbly pray for people of every race in every kind of need. Make your ways known to them and reveal your salvation to all nations. May the whole church be guided and governed by your Holy Spirit and let all who call themselves Christians be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit. We commend to your fatherly goodness all who are afflicted and distressed. 
comfort and relieve them according to their needs, and grant them the love and the consolation of your Spirit. And Father, give a place of life and rest to those who have died in your peace. May we share with them in the glory of Jesus Christ, who died to save us all. And Lord, today on the Feast of St. Blaise, we pray for all those people who have afflictions of one kind or another with regard to their throats. And as traditionally we always call upon the prayer of St. Blaise, may he pray for all those who have throat infections of one kind or another. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Peace in our present life, and help towards the life to come, this is the prayer, Lord, which your people offer on St. Blaise's day, with the support of his intercession. And we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, come down upon you and remain with you always.
Donna is Requiem. Yes, there we go. That's the end of our evening prayer. Thank you so much for joining me, Father Emil, and I wish you a wonderful, restful, relaxing evening. So from me, Father Emil, get home safely and good night, and God bless.